Loki, Loki. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to our devoted listeners of the season and the public and uh, shit show. How are we all? Good. <laughs> I'm bloody good. Oh, mate. Uh, just when I started to get the sleeping pattern back into order. Oh. Got another another yep. test match started. Starts again. How good, how good has it been watching these whinging, sooking, bitching, moaning, yeah. ungrateful poms? Yeah. Andy Ma tweeted. Who's he? You, exactly, you know exactly who Andy Murray is, you fuckwit. Oh, Andy Murray. <laughs> he tweeted something about whinging poms and, and, and just stating some fact yeah. about what occurred and, and everything. Stuart, like, and he didn't tag Stuart Broad in it, but he hashtagged Ashes and he wanted to put in maybe, SEN. Maybe cricket, he follows him. He's a devoted fan yeah. of the Andy Murray. But then Stuart Broad replied with some... Big get, novel of a reply saying... Get fucked, convict. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but it was just like, what are you doing? Like, concentrate on shit that matters, mate. Oh, I love it, though. I love it when, when uh, sports people bite back. Yeah, but, but, they, but they're, they're wrong. Are they? And they're... Of course they're fucking wrong. <laughs> Dumb pommy fuckwits. <laughs> Jeez, hasn't it kicked off a... Uh, a lovely... Uh, Can't wait, wait to beat them 5-0. Mate, there's... Um, oh, Basball, McCullum. Oh, 3-2's got a good ring to it. <laughs> what, did Zip 2? <laughs> no, I thought that had a... Did that and and brought in an interview last night. Oh, we're looking forward to uh, having uh, three result pitches in front of us. Uh, been two result pitches the first two, yeah, mate. Just not the Just didn't results. go your way, you idiot. Um... The thing that astounds me is uh, they're talking about, oh, now we're going to come back and win 3-2. Our best match been, well, obviously, Steve Smith, but our batters... Hasn't made a run yet. Haven't fired off a shot. Like, uh, Lob- Loose bars change. L- hadn't done anything. Lasbajani, Lasagna, Lasagna, has not fired a shot. Warner hasn't fired a shot, but he's very hit and miss. You don't know what you're going to get at the moment with Warner. Um, even Travis Head hasn't... He, he's had some good starts, but he hasn't gone on to do what he's done... In the first, not, not in what the he's done in the last match. eighteen months. So you want to rattle the cage? You've rattled yeah. it. We're two new up, and you've yeah. rattled our cage. Um, the whole crap with Lords, um, that, that walking through the long room stuff in twenty twenty three, that's almost going to go. You can't have fans being that close to um, players and then being able to abuse ten shades of shit at them as they're walking into their rooms. If you're walking through the crowd, you're going to cop a bit like that. But when you're walking. Through a room like that, fuck off. Get stuffed. Uh, I think the problem is it's never been like that. How yeah. it was the other day. Never. But but old Quinton, Bartholomew and Humphrey, they've had a hand in, their, uh, hand in their brief. You can put that red and yellow suit back in the cupboard forever, champ, yeah. because you are yeah. barred. The mustard and sauce tyres forever hung up. Now, we'll, we'll talk about the crowd. Do you know what I found amazing? I didn't know it until yesterday. The Barmy Army is not allowed into Lords. The, they, uh. the Barmy Army cannot have their set up in Lords. They're not allowed to come in as they do to every ground. Have their big Barmy Army. Lords are like, no, nah, we're too prestigious for that. Surely they are beating down the door next year, going, "Well, we need to bring the standard back up. Yep. <laughs> Let us in, you dickheads." Yep. But you, you know, I loved it. I loved hearing the crowd go on the Aussies because, and then we won. It makes it even more sweet. Going, can't hear you. Mm. They go to India. Someone going, oh, it's, um, there was people on Twitter, radio, BBC, whatever, 
saying that the the way that the crowd reacted, it just wasn't good. They didn't. It wasn't good for cricket. Have you been to India? But <laughs> have you been? But to the normal crowd, the normal crowd that were getting behind our shit bowling, uh, giving Stokes every opportunity to chase him down. Um, that that's fine. The only issue was the carry on in the long room and on the in the staircase. Yeah, but I love the way I love the way how was he just went ah yeah. And if you're throwing that bloke out, this bloke too, and just (laughs) finger like just just right in his face with his finger in his face. This bloke's going as well. So Uzi would be the last person you think you'd get a a reaction from because from all reports. There's the nicest guy on earth. Actually, the nicest bloke in world cricket. Because Aussie's nicer than him. um, David Gower the other night on the radio said, for a a member of the long room to attack Usman Khawaja, who is genuinely the nicest bloke in world cricket. And, and, like, David Gower came out the other night. He said it was just, it was a disgrace. But he was saying it was a disgrace to carry on from the England team. He's like... Because Bairstow decided to go for a stroll. Oh, the, ha- the Hamburglar was uh, absolutely yeah, clearly a bit peckish, and, and McDonald's had a had a special on. Just you know what? It, it's the way he reacted. I reckon is just disguising the fact that he's like, "Holy fuck! Did I? <laughs> yeah. Did I really just but, get out? And was I that stupid?" And he's looking around, going, "This not out. You stickhead. You but, are out." But the best photo I've seen of the whole thing is. I can understand if there was a hesitation from Kerry, but he took the ball and instantly put it in. Which, uh, which the Hamburglar did in the first innings to an Aussie yeah. player. Yeah, but it just wasn't skillful enough it to hit. The now, now, if Kerry hadn't have, Kerry hadn't have hit the stumps, mm-hmm. and there wasn't someone backing up, would you have run? Would have the Poms run? Yeah. Of course they bloody would have. I they would. Yeah. But the spirit of the game argument goes out the window uh, then. If I hear that, that term in any sport, it gives me the shits. The spirit of the game. But, oh, sportsmanship. But in David... Sorry, it's fucking win-lose. That's in the, it. In the interview with David Gower I heard the other night, he said England broke far more spirit of the game rules than Australia did. Fucking, they always do. Everyone does. But, the spirit of the game is the biggest load of shit in, I've ever heard. And the fact that we keep going on about it, like with the man cat, it's just not the spirit of the game. Sorry. It's in the rules. It's in the, if it's in the and rules. And you, actually, you, the MCC, make the rules. Yes. So fuck off. Well, the RCC don't make the rules. The MCC make the rules of cricket. Geez, you fired up today. Oh. It's good to be loud, though. I, um, yeah. You've had five coffees. Absolutely charging. No, oh, I've had one. Who needs but, gear when you got caffeine? But, but I, but I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been drinking a lot of coffee. Uh, caffeine's um, no longer a part of my life. Uh, do you know what it actually takes away from the, that test match? We've just had two of the best test matches that have gone the full five days to the last session to the last nth degree of the games, and you had Gary Lyon. I'm going to call him Gary. Gary Lyon. Yep. Walking out there. With a, a warrior a calf built together, yeah, and I'm not sure whether you can call what he was doing walking, no, and stumbling maybe. The fact that there's no runner still, like no runner, that's the whole time you need a runner when you literally are barely standing. Now, now I've watched my share of cricket in the last eleven years, eleven eleven years yeah, since he's been yeah since he debuted. No, since there's been a runner allowed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
I was going to say 11 years, he played 100 consecutive tests, and then the 101 test, he's pinged a calf. Yeah. Um, the way ne- he... Never knew that it was gone, the runner. Well, because there was only one person that ever used the runner. No, Arjun- Arjuna. But you know what, if you're going to get rid of the runner and go, like, you can replace them only with concussion, why can't you replace them with the 12th man when there is an injury that rules them out for oh, the whole game? What's the this point is, of it? This is what I know, and same in the AFL. We brought in this concussion sub, and I'm like, well, hang on, why is concussion any worse, any than, anything worse than any other yeah. injury? If yeah. you're down a player, you're down a player. Yeah. The thing is, you like, can, you like, just because all of a sudden you've you've made concussion, if you fail a concussion test, you don't come back on. That's a new rule. Well, if I ping a string, I'm still out. And you can go like, out there. Like, it's not, like, yeah. yes, it is a serious issue, but it's, on the day, it's no worse to the team than... It's like when a batter breaks his finger or, or, or say, breaks a forearm. Well, you, you think it's all right then? Oh, but you can still send him out there to face some more bounces to destroy it even more. Yeah, yeah fucked. 12th man should be, you should be able to replace an injured player, which a, maybe there's a, a match day doctor that can go, yeah, this isn't faking it. We've looked at it. Yep, that's an injury. You're not just replacing it because of the conditions. Look at Lyon. He couldn't even walk out there, but he's still went out there and still pulled a four, which, she's uh, got me hard when I saw that. And and, uh, and, but look at all the shots he played. Oh, yeah. If he could actually get down the pitch, he would have made a hell of a lot more and, than the four. And these dirty palms want to talk about spirit of the game. You've got a guy there that could barely stand up, so they're bowling him chin music. But but if you look at the long room when, when Lyon... When at the end of our innings, oh yeah, they clapped him as everyone would. Yeah, like yeah. and and pro- oh. and proper like. Oh, that, up. Yeah, that made my champagne tingle just a little bit more as you. But <laughs> give me this spirit of game bullshit, right? Oh, if it's not the spirit, what? Where's the spirit of the game when a guy who's gone right? I'm the last batter. We need a couple more runs. I'm going to get out there just to try. I'll and do anything for yeah, this team. I'll try. I'll face a few deliveries to roll over the strike. And then they go bowling, bouncer, bouncer, in his chest, in his ribs, knowing full well that he can barely move. Fuck your spirit of the game. Get fucked. Oh, fuck off. Fuck. Uh, that bowling was more about reducing scoring rather than... Yeah, but... You because could, they were bowling that for a long time before. Yeah, but still, where's the spirit? That's not a good spirit. He's injured. He can't play that. You shouldn't be bowling it short of his head. Where's the spirit? Fuck off. You know, but... See, this is where you get confused, Luke. It only works. The spirit of the game <laughs> argument only works when it suits them. But it goes against it, you. Yeah. It, you know. So, back to what I was saying. It took away from the fact that what Lyon went out there and did, which was brilliant. Yep. Um, just quickly on Lyon. Doing a calf at that age is deadly. Yeah. If people think he's going to be back for another six, he no. could be out for six to twelve. That's how bad a calf is at that age. And the way he then was Mate, walking it's on it. It's, you, you, it could be career. And as a leg, as an offie, he mm. very much jumps and hops on that leg mm. and spins around. Yeah. Um, phew, yeah. Like a paceman would probably might recover. Oh, no, nah, a paceman would recover quicker. But a calf at that age is... <laughs> any, anyone that's 35 plus that does a calf even... And all, uh, also, you're the, you're the age you are. You're also a bloke that's been pretty blessed when it comes to injury. To think that he debuted when he did as well. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like when you talk about, you know, 
does he really know how to come back from injury? Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. No, but, but he, 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 when, he, when you've played that amount of test match. Yeah, but you got to remember, he might have had, he's probably had injuries in one day as a T20s that he's missed. It just so happens that he got himself up for test matches. So he yeah. might, he's probably dealt with injuries in between. I'm but, sure he's had yeah. injuries, but. Um, but the the other thing was uh, Stokes' innings. Any, anyone I, watching who saw it I, I just four thought, years I ago? Thought, oh, I thought, he's, he's going to yeah, do it again. Go he's going to do it again. And and our and our rubbish and bowling didn't help. Oh, hey! You, you said about the Poms rubbish bowling before. But then the field setup too. That oh. rubbish bowling was atrocious too. Yep. And Ricky Ponting, you could hear yep. the anger and frustration yep. through his microphone, going, "What are they doing?" But then someone said to me, "Oh, but the wickets they got in the end were from short bowling." Yeah, from the people that you should be bowling it to, the tail yep. enders. Stokes, it was his bread and butter. He's like, "Oh, I just hit another yep. six. I hit another six. Yeah. And he was the, 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 like the, the miss hit the miss hit that he got out on. Yeah, was luck. It wasn't wasn't great tactics. Well, he went the other way of where he was aiming for yeah. starters. But in the end, you got him out to what you were bowling to. But you'd conceded 122 runs doing it, mm. which almost. And if they didn't do, if they didn't get Bearstow out the way they did, I think England win that Test match. I think yeah. they chased down that target because Bearstow can bat. But if me auntie had balls, she'd be me uncle. So. Isn't she? No, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> um, so Stokes' innings was absolutely brilliant, and he's one of those blokes that you go, you love to hate because he's a pom, but you fucking love to watch him. Kiwi, huh? Kiwi, oh, Kiwi. Sorry, yeah. Oh, that, they have stuff all Englishmen where, in the English. Where was Stokes' his spirit of the game when they uh, when that four ricocheted off his bat at the World Cup final to give him the victory when he was coming back for the second run. Mm. No spirit there. You didn't say, oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no Take no, the no. four off. I want to win this legitimately. No. What do you mean, take the four off? You can't take the four off if the ball hits the boundary. You hits the boundary. Huh? If the ball hits the boundary, it hits the boundary. You can't You can't call it back. Well, I think you can. As a, as, a, as a captain, you can say, look, no, we're not going to accept that. Well, that's what they're implying. That no, they, it's that's not within the rules of the game. If the ball hits the boundary... I didn't say it's within the rules of the game. Remember, it's the spirit. We don't need rules. We can just go off spirit and change it as we go, remember? That's no, what they're saying. No, but a batsman can... You're killing me here, dickhead. I'm trying what? to have a laugh and you're being a fuckhead with you. No, I'm right. I'm, right. I'm having a laugh. No, you're but, not you're not fu- but you're not funny. <laughs> you're not funny. You're dead shit sometimes. And the way you're acting now, trying to trump up that you know everything, oh, which we know is so wrong. So you name-calling. After your live golf fiasco, we know that you are wrong. A what lot live golf fiasco? That you said that the contract... We're not going back on that, but you were deadly wrong on that. You haven't proved me wrong. I'm not going to waste people's uh, time. Okay. They tune in to listen okay. to quality stuff and... Okay, you just keep talking then. Anyway, fuck it. Verbal um, diarrhea, boy. Well, let's go on to more stuff that you're going to be wrong about, uh, which is football. AFL footy this week. It's been a uh, it's been a hot take. There's a, there's a few sides that have had their good win. What are you looking at? What's written under... What if you could written there under Danny Houston's name? Goy, goal of year? Oh, question mark. Right, you dickhead. Which I actually said it as I was writing it. And thanks for telling people that we got a board with a few things up there. Well it's done, just Dick. Just a couple of notes. Um, well, let's go straight to Houston then. Now that you've uh, thrown up the order there, the more I watch that, the more I'm in disbelief of how sweetly he's hit it. <laughs> how balls, gun barrel straight balls of steel go. Nah, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm taking it here, lads. Yep. I'm going to uh, smash this home. I like everyone he else. Knew he that had no, no time left. But I like everyone else that 
know him so well, whether it's I heard Ken Hinckley talk about it, I heard um, Chad Corns interviewed on it the other day. He does have form outside 52. Yeah, but all of them said, oh, I wasn't sure that he had the journey. And I'm like... But where mm. he hit it from? He was oh. a good 55, 56 at least. Yeah. With a... Now, we were talking about this with uh, with your old mate across the road that calls me chicken. Scotty Blazing. Scotty Blazing. Shout out. I remember the term shout out. Shout out to Scotty Beasling. Bleas- Be- no, I've got to call you Beasling. Beasling. Beasling now seems... Calls me chicken. Chicken Caesar salad. I've no, no on the planet. I've caught Caesar salad, Caesar what uh, Caesar wrap, Caesar fritz and eats it from Borchi's brother. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but chicken for chicken Caesar, that's a new one. But he, we were talking about it earlier that we're saying oh a wet waterlogged footy. Now it wasn't a wet waterlogged footy because you get fifty eight balls play, a game. You play with six it. of them, so so it wasn't waterlogged like people you'd think if you're in amateur footy and you're doing that. There was no chance you're hammering that home. But that's uh, that might have been. He Still might have been thinking. I've got I've got a fresh footy here. I can middle this. Fuck, he's hit it. He went out not too far on the arc. Some people go out too far on the arc to get yeah. that extra distance. He went out slightly, and he jumped. If you watch the kick, he gets that extra boost from when you kind of jump kick off at the ground. And he couldn't have hit it any better. Um, that did not look like missing at any now point off the boot. And there's been a bit of debate about, you know, why don't we consider a goal like that in goal of the year? What do you mean? There's been two winners of the past three that have been like that. The Carlton bloke in COVID from the boundary and then the um, that was on part well, two COVID. Well, Blake Hagers was goal of the year. Um, yeah. uh, not Blake Hagers. Um, yeah, it was. No. Jack Nunes. Jack Nunes, yeah. Goal was that goal of the year? Yeah, and the other one the year before in real lockdown was um, Boke, uh, not Boke, Robbie Gray. Oh, yeah. After the sign from the yep. boundary. In Brisbane against, against Carlton. Against Carlton, yeah. So to think, I think, were they both goal of the year or one of them was? I'll go back and look at it. But the, 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 the one that was probably the best one was um, little Jamie Elliott's. Oh. Billy Elliott from the boundary. Is that Anzac Day? Nah, it was the it was just Essendon. Just the last other year one after yep. the siren. One of their seven eight games they won by within a goal. Um, so you you think that should be goal of the year? Oh, it's fair. It's fair. Oh look, I think it's a contender, but I, I still I think we saw goal well, of the year on the I same day. There's different there's different things that like the situation makes that a great goal. Yeah, like yes, it's a phenomenal kick, but but the the timing and everything makes it a great goal. Whereas, say the Ashcroft one in Gather Round was that Gather Round? No, no, that was a couple. Oh, because that was in yeah, Brisbane a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, uh, the Ashcroft one is just a phenomenal. You can call it lucky. This is goal. The, this now is you're aiming for goal, so yeah. So it's it's what you're trying to do, but the fact that you pull it off is great. But there's those goals, right? You're kicking it in a weird, wonderful snap, snap, snap it, and if you miss it, well then you miss it, and yeah, if you and, it's through, and it's it does amazing, it, and right? it doesn't matter. Like it's Houston's was he knew what was on the line. If you miss it, yeah. you lose. That's what, yeah. But the one I still think, which is I think his goal of the year, and people go, ah, oh, it was good, but it wasn't that good. Was Elliot's because he, he was running, and in his head he goes right. I have to, first of all, keep this ball in play so it doesn't cross the line. Oh. I have to then get back in play to gather the footy and then kick it. 
So it's running through for a point. He sprinted, he knocked it in, and in that time he's got run around the goalpost to come back into play. And before it was about to cross the line again, he's gathered and kicked it for a goal. So just kicked. Yeah. soccer or did he actually nah, grab soccer. it? Yeah. Just so he's had to come up with a whole scenario and put two of a second. And then had to pass the ball to... Yeah. And to do it where hit it in a spot where there's no defenders as well. Yeah. And that's why the, the fact that the AFL awarded Jack Higgins goal of the year when it was clearly the biggest... Throw. That's a throw. <laughs> he wasn't dropping it onto his foot. It was a throw. And then they awarded it goal of the year. Elliot's legit. That didn't win goal of the year. 100%. He got up and did that speech. He goes, my heart rate skipping at a, a billion beats a second. <laughs> Some stupid montard bloody speech he gave. That was goal of the year. When it, what, when it should have been awarded and, a free kick. And hang on. You say that the AFL awarded it goal of the year. Well, they nominate. It gave it three of the nominations and then fans voted on it, don't yeah. they? Or do they still... Yeah, they do the votes still. That was like when Jeremy Howe was robbed of Mark of the Year because all the Essendon people voted Danaher's shit bloody... Oh, and Jeremy right. Howe Jeremy Howe had seven of the eight nominations. <laughs> yeah. so. And you've never seen a bloke more but dejected that, when but he's got his speech ready. But that's the problem with, with fan votes. Like, like because... You can watch something and you go, oh, oh, gee, that's a good mark. But if you bothered voting, you're going to vote. A lot of people will vote for their teams. Well, the, the problem like, is as well like, when you go... Um, like you see teams actually on social media going, oh, don't forget to vote for... Yeah. For also, the fact that they do a mark of the round and then out of the 12 rounds they pick three. Fuck that. Just go over the whole year. What was the top five? Yeah. And yep. they'll do it from that. Because you could have three in one round where they're robbed but, of it because they didn't get Mark of the but, Round. But you need blokes. You, you need a panel of judges. Yeah, it's great to have fan interaction, but but if you want to be taken seriously on certain things, you need a panel of judges. But then you get the old run from half-back, bouncing, dodging, and then kicking on the run. That always gets you at least a contender for goal of the year. But that's why we need a play of the year as well as a goal of the year no, and mark of the no, year. No, because your argument's flawed in what you were saying originally. Dan Houston's goal, you're going to nominate for goal of the year? If that was a quarter time, that's not goal of the year. But it's what surrounds it and the lead-up tour that makes it goal of the year. The same as a guy gathering on the back flank. He's dodged everyone. That's your play, your lead-up to why it's goal of the year. So how is my argument flawed to have a player of the year, a goal of the year and a mark of the year? Because he's kicked the goal and all that leading up to it made it goal of the year. If he did all that, or if he didn't do that and just kicked a goal from 50 on the run, it doesn't make it special. But because he's had eight bounces, he's mixed it, he's mixed up with five or six different defenders, then he's kicked the goal. That's, yeah, it's goal of the year. The same as if Houston just kicked that goal on quarter time, doesn't make it goal of the year. But the lead up and what happened and what was on the line is why it's goal of the year. So it's the exact same argument. So making a play of the year is not any different for it to be goal of the year. That's why it's goal of the year. Okay. You've lost me a bit. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised I've lost you there because the argument was flawed and I've just knocked it. How is my argument flawed when, when there's... If you can say, right, because you can have two things where there's a great play, but the actual goal is a rubbish goal, but the play was great. Yeah. But that's great play. Yeah. So why can't you? Have, why can't there be a play of the year award? It's the same thing. If you're having a set shot from fifty, and you no. kick a goal, that's a good goal. But it doesn't make it 
goal of the year, but because of everything leading up to it, made it goal of the year. The same thing is if you kick a goal from 50 on the run or just a, a, from 20 metres out, it's not that good a goal. But the lead up to it, because you had nine bounces and dodged eight people, makes it goal of the year. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's, but it's not the goal that makes it great. It was yeah. the play that made it great. Yeah, but you package it up for a goal of the year. Yeah. If, uh, I, don't under, I don't understand why they can't... Because you can have a great goal like Ashcross, which is just a great goal. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then you've got a great goal, which is a great goal because of the play yes. of the goal. Yes. Still so, a goal, though. Yeah, but... What's he going to bring in a player of the year? Why can't you have a player of the year? It's just pointless. Okay. Just call it goal of the year because he kicked the goal. If he kicked a point, would it be player of the year? But the player of the year doesn't necessarily have to end in a goal. So you, you so a guy has nine bounces, misses it, and kicks a point, you're going to give that player of the year still, are you? Why don't we give participation awards too? We fucking give participation awards for everything else. <laughs> like what? Fucking life, you dickhead. <laughs> oh, this cunt's lost it. Seriously. Hey, 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 you can't say that, CB. I'll say whatever I want. No, you won't. Now Fine when you say it. I haven't in weeks. You're the only seed robber. I've never said it in my life, I don't think. <laughs> well, there was, uh, on that same uh, same uh, night, there was a, well, sorry, the same day, the Crows did what they've been doing for a long time. Demolishing people at home, demolishing teams at home, and uh, not getting the chocolates on the on the on the away game. It's a fair. Um, well, no, we're in the game halfway through the second quarter. Like, like, but, but properly in the game. Uh, yeah, I think what you'd say is Adelaide were probably just going. Oh, we're like, without saying it. Adelaide were coasting at sections of the game, probably because yeah. of who they were playing and the intensity. Yeah. And then when her sides kicked it up a level, they've gone, oh, let's just smash the shit. They could have won by 100 points in that second half. They yeah. were just on that much, had it on a string. But the way Adelaide are playing at the moment, when they're on, they beat anyone, which is – but they've got to be on all the time. And that's why I think this Essendon game – Sets up a cracking game this week. You've got Telstra Dome, sorry, Marvel, um, roof, hard, flat surface, Adelaide's hard running attacking style – it could either play against them or absolutely be bad news for Essendon. It's going to be a shootout, isn't it? Well, the way they play, Essendon are very much, um, they'll kick, possess, wait, kick, possess, wait. Different than they have played in previously. Whereas Adelaide's just full ball. Yeah. So it, it, I don't think it'll be a shootout because of the way Essendon play. Um, I think if Adelaide get hold of them early, it could be all over Red Rover at half time. Or the, the funny thing for Adelaide, they've, they've got hold of plenty of teams early. Yeah, and been run down multiple times. Multiple times, so, so. Um, that's gonna. But the, the the whole round, the, the, there's about four games, no, four or three games, which are top eight sides all playing each other. So you got Melbourne and Saints fourth v fifth, and after a few weeks of some pretty ordinary scheduling, yeah, like like it's just potluck dis- that has happened. Yeah, but, it's like, still, but some disinteresting yeah. scheduling, and then um, yeah, Melbourne v Saint Kilda. We'll get to the D soon, but Melbourne v Saint Kilda fourth v fifth. You've got uh, Collingwood v Bulldogs, so that's first v sixth. And then, um, who's the other one? Oh, Adelaide Nessendon, yeah. which is and there, but seventh v eighth. There's some further down the ladder, there's some good games. Some, and important contests to the. Sydney, Sydney Richmond is on. Sydney Richmond's on tonight, isn't it? Yep. At the G? 
Um, who does do either one of them sneak in the eight? I don't think so. After watching what Brisbane pushed up against them, no, and and like Sydney, Sydney's so hot and cold. Yeah, but the draw fucked them. The draws almost ruined their season now because they're going to be half a game behind of where they could be. Yeah, same with Geelong. Yeah. But I think Geelong's probably one game ahead of them. Yep. Um, that draw fucked both those sides. Something fierce. Now we'll get to. We're talking about kicking. Melbourne's kicking, obviously, as the last four weeks has burnt them badly. But, jeez, some of their goals, Sydney... It doesn't help that uh, Fritch, uh, Fritch is gone again this week. We'll come back there, but the, the Sydney... Oh, Sydney kicking. <laughs> how many? Uh, that, just quietly. Lucky the cricket Sydney. was on Friday night. Otherwise, that'd be three hours of our life we'll never get back. Hickey missing from oh my the God. top of the goal squad. So you've had a draw. That's harder to miss than it is kick, isn't it? And there was two other goals running into open goals from 10 minutes out there. And like they were peppering in the last five minutes. It's really, they should have beaten Geelong by five goal. Yeah. Um, and some, it wasn't just the fact that they missed them, but some of them. Well, yes, Melbourne have been missing, but it's where Melbourne have been shooting from that's probably their issue too. Those 40 yeah. on the angles. Yeah. You know, they're not getting themselves in the best possible. When Listen. you're missing goals from 10 metres out and running and into open goals... And, and lazy little hooks from 25, 30 oh, metres John, out that, John that Long, are just... John Longmire would have gone in those rooms thinking, there's nine guys here I'm going to punch their fucking lights out. <laughs> like, we've had a draw. Like, it's not like we've lost by two goals. We've yeah. had a draw when you've missed yeah. those ones. You'd want to fucking break jaws. He would have been fucking fuming. He thought, if McCartan's got concussion, you're all going to have concussion after this because I'm going to absolutely mow you. I don't think Horse is exactly the calmest fellow going around too. So that meeting after the game would have been, there would have been paint bubbling off the wall from from the amount of venom coming out of him. I reckon. Do you reckon uh, coaches go down that track? Of course they fucking do. When when that's happened, and if you see Horse, well, how about some of them start telling the truth in press conferences and and saying it in press conference? Yeah, that bloke missed it. He's shit. Like. <laughs> Because, oh, you know what? They're not going to be truthful to the media and give their real thoughts. Otherwise, Liars. they'll flip around on them. A lot of them. Um, they, we were talking about inaccurate kicking uh, the other day with, and then Stevie J brought up a, a topic, which is supposedly they think there's a machine that softens the ends of the footies to make them harder. But still, you can have a machine soften it. A softener to make them harder. Soften to make them softer, sorry. But... <laughs> Are they on the machine all week? You can't... When you get a, a footy kicked in over a course of a game, yeah. um, but brand new footies... But they've had brand new footies at the start of the games f- for donkey's years. Yeah. But when you've got a... When you're picking up a brand new footy... Remember the issue a the few last. years ago when when there were a really uneven stitching on the ends and there was players complaining about, like, look at this ball, and they'd yeah. hold it up in a TV interview... And one side was proud of the other one, like it was, and there was a real. And I think Sharon actually went back to the drawing board and, and went, "No, we need to." But you know, the footies are not. Um, the footies aren't made with the same leather because of they want to be environmentally friendly. I think it's the, the kangaroo leather they were using, they don't use anymore. No. Same with footy boots; they're not using kangaroo leather. We've only got five trillion kangaroos that are pests in the country. Mm. No, let's not put you used to them. Um, those issues, were in fact, I mean, it all comes down to it. When you melt for Melbourne's case, they've been inaccurate leading into the weekend, but then you kick five goals, seventeen, 
in putrid conditions well, now. It I hasn't think, rained in Alice Springs for 40 years and it happened to pour for a week leading to that game. And, and, and not, a, not a day over, not a day in double digits for the week. Do you know what I did find? Temperature was. What, what some of the footage of that was. Look, yes, it's raining. Yes, you deal with rain at other grounds. But the issue that I had, which I think both teams had, was like the players on the bench, the coaches on the bench were standing in puddles of water, like standing in water. Yeah. The benches were flooded. There's guys with electronic equipment. Now, you're professional high-end sport, the number one sport in the country, and you're having to play in those conditions and try and be a professional outfit. I don't think both clubs were happy with... Like, of course, you didn't think it was going to... When you scheduled that game in Alice Springs. But if you're going to play those games in those type of areas, I think now you have to factor in that you want to keep this like it would be at any other ground. So you go to Ballarat and it's doing that. You think you're going to have coaches and players standing, shivering in ankle-deep water on those benches? You can't have that. It's got to be... You've got to have it at a, a, a level playing field with the whole league is... Um, but it's not a level playing field. I know. Because we've got a stadium with a roof. I know, I know, but you go to Adelaide Oval, you're not going to have blokes standing in fucking water on the boundary because yeah. there's drainage systems, there's the proper... Yeah. The benches, were bit, they were the old, like um, like you'd see if you go to um, an SNFL ground where the bench, the cover for yeah. the protector from rain only comes out half a foot. Like, if, you, if you're going to have those games, you need to have those benches being more elite, I think. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because any time there's been a pre-season game at what Westies have had it and um, uh, South do yeah Yeah. but all of a sudden they bring in a AFL approved curator they redo the um, surface they bring in new posts they put in a bench uh, so which I think they've got that They've been doing at Traeger Park for a long time, but the fact that they probably didn't expect all that rain coming in yeah. um, is one thing. But yeah, I I just think and oh, the fact that Melbourne um, also don't comes need, don't it, need that game anymore. They yeah, went well there financially, but it's the last one of them as well. Yeah, but they're, no, they're saying they're going to continue it. Yeah, right. I'd be going. You can get fucked. But they only continue it if uh, if they continue the sponsorship from the NT government because that's how it started. Yeah. No, I think it's now um, that they're doing it off their own back because of, not just for sponsorship, because of the community and Cosy Pickett's big following in Alice Springs. It's more than the sponsorship now. They want to be in the community and all that stuff. So. Yeah, right. Well, they deserve everything they get. <laughs> you, you play the if, game... At the if, it, if, if it's for a commercial reason, mm. fair enough. So you, can, so you can pay the bills at the end of the day. But if it's just to make you feel good... Well, you play like the, you play the game at Marvel or the G... Say Melbourne win by a fair bit more than oh. well, they wouldn't have lost. Well, it's not a and, and mind you, didn't help when Josh Kelly kicks one from ninety eight meters on the hey, run. You talk, yeah, you talk about big <laughs> goals. Look, no one, what? no one on the day had kicked it more than forty meters, and somehow he's flushed it seventy on the run. So it was a fucking unbelievable. Someone goal. was interviewing Toby Green this week, and they're like, "Surely he's walking around with a bit of a strut," and he's like, "Well." He's actually the most humble bloke on the list. He was just like, well, yep. To hit, like, it, to hit it that sweetly at full... Like, he wasn't running and then slowed down to do that. No, he kicked that at full crack. speed and has middled it and it has just travelled and travelled and travelled. So, good 
good on him. It was a fucking unbelievable. And, and you sort of, you sort of. Melbourne had had about eight shots before that too, and missed all of them. And you see Harrison Petty scrambling to the line, going, "Oh, He's, oh, this has just kept going." Yeah, you going. watch. He comes forward. He's like, watching. Going, oh, this, this, this is, isn't this is going. Up. This isn't I'm, dropping. I'm, I'm, I'm not in this. Now on Melbourne, you brought up Fritch. Fuck, Could, couldn't be a worse time to have your number one goal kicker break a foot. Stomped broken foot. Not oh, it was a stomp, was it? That it looks like he's broken the bone on top of the foot. Yeah. And then, that's what are they saying? Eight, seven or eight? Eight to ten. Eight to ten? Well, but they say eight. Oh, so seven or eight on, seven the, on eight. the good side. Yeah, on the good side. So you'd, you'd probably think he's done for the year. Now, this either opens the door for some blokes who have been kicking the door in in VFL. Shaq, kicking, kicking the door in? No, nah, Shaq, has been kicking. Oh, he's been kicking three, four, most weeks, oh, if right. not every Sorry. week. Uh, Van Ruin just kicked four. Um, now, I want to say this. He's never going to hear it, but I'm going to say it. Lordo chops and changes his opinion week in, week out. Now, you saw him saying, Ben Brown's just got to come in. He has to come in. He he's, he needs. They need him up for it. Didn't even have a shot on goal on the weekend. Didn't look good either. Um, looked like he needed about eight kilos of meat to get him up to scratch. Okay. I don't know. And was banging on about how he needed to play. Last night on Footy Classified, he's going through, this guy's not the answer, he can't do it. And then he goes, Ben Brown, he, he's, not, he's not the answer. Hang on. A week ago, he was the only answer, and you had him on the handball saying, you've got to play this week. I just can't see how they can continue. Like, you'll go in there and kick goal. But, no, nah, all of a sudden, he's changed his tune. So, the media will chop and change every week. But there's blokes in that VFL that have got an opportunity now. With Fritsch injured. Injured? Injured. Injured. Um, what was that there, Hey, um, does that save Ben Brown from getting chopped? <laughs> I don't know because I think Van Ruin comes in. But can you bring in Shacky and Van Ruin, and then you've got well, the like, I don't know. Shacky's not young, young. But I think Shacky can actually. When he came in, he had in that same side when Shacky played. He had Fritch in there, yeah. and he had um, Van Ruin. So he was the third tall. Um, the way he plays, it probably didn't match. Now, if you can go to Van Ruin, you can play, we'll play you up a little bit, um, up the ground a bit more, or maybe Shaki will play that up the ground a bit more because he can grab it. But then if Shaki's doing what Richie did, like leading mm. out of the square, everyone hangs shit on him, but he's never had the opportunity as your standalone full forward. Yeah. You could, mate, you got eight weeks here. He's, he, um, may, he may not get picked. I don't yeah. know. He's, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I always forget his name, lad from GWS. Um, that did his knee and missed the... Tomlinson. Is Tomlinson in the side at the moment? No. No, he went... I think he played for Casey on the weekend. You know, so does he come in and, and then Petty goes well, up front? Petty was actually starting to get his groove playing forward before yeah. he got injured and yeah. broke his foot. And he kicked that goal. He's a great set shot at goal. Yeah. Um, you got that option with Petty. I think the whole conditions last week... So you got two weeks of wet foot. Because Petty was back and last week, Petty was wasn't back last week. Yeah. Um, but then... Essendon don't exactly have a huge amount of tall forwards apart from two metre Peter. Um, Wiedemann's not playing, I think he got dropped. And they've got Stringer. Langford. Langford, well, yeah. So, I mean, do you need the three tools back there? So, Petty might just go forward anyway and they play. Hang on, um, why are we talking about Essendon? They're playing Adelaide. Well, that's just fucked it, isn't it? <laughs> I'll retract my statement. Um, we got King. Who else is there? They don't have too many big forwards, do they, St Kilda? Just King. Memory. Memory's out anyway, isn't it? Is he? Um, yeah. So, 
I don't know. You might see you might see Petty Mi- go forward Mitch. without even bringing in Tomlinson. Mi- Michato. Machato. Um, but then maybe Ben Brown gets a rep- reprieve because of the conditions. Caminetti. Are we still talking about their forwards? Oh. We've moved on. Sorry. <laughs> um, you said, does Bren, Ben Brown stay in because of the fridge injury? Um, I think maybe the conditions is probably what's in his side because now you've got under the roof, yeah. dry, all that type of stuff. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an intriguing game. Me personally, I think... You, yeah, I, I reckon the D's will answer a few critics here and go bang. Um, but if they don't, for the, the asset, the asset will be on. The asset will be on because I mean they can win. Brisbane aren't going to lose to West Coast, so they're going to stay another game clear. Well, two games mm. clear, I think, in third. Um, <laughs> you got to hold on to that fourth spot here. And and Melbourne's and, run home's good. And when you join the bottom half, like. Genuinely, jo- if you join, genuinely join the bottom half of the eight. Oh, you're in a, you're like in a fucking it's, fight, It right? makes it, but particularly when you're talking about the bottom half of the eight. Yeah, there's probably eight teams in it. Well, Melbourne's run home. They only travelled twice. Once to Sydney, the other ones to Tassie. Yep. Every other game's at the G or Marvel. Um, so they play all at the G. One at two at Marvel, I think. One at SCG and one in um, Tassie. So. And the Tassie games against... Tassie, Hobart, Hobart or Launceston? Uh, North Melbourne, is it? It's North Melbourne. So Hobart. Hobart. And then the Sydney game. Like, but I think there's only they only play one more team in the eight for the rest of the year. Yeah, so, right. I mean, they've got everything so, stacked. So they've, they've got so everything they've in their place their, to have a go. So they've had their bad part of the they need, fixture. Yeah, they need to... They need to... Uh, if they get that forward line right, You'd think they'd win most of the games. That's that's how good the rest of the blokes are playing. Yeah. The rest of the stuff's working. So interesting. Uh, in the words of Mark Caesar, interesting times. Uh, interesting coming up. But um, West Coast uh, continued to. That, do you, I reckon that sl- that made Adam Simpson being the coach. I reckon that did him did him in the way they played on the weekend. Well, I think that went against him because where's that been? When you, when, you injuries. Cl- when you claim all your injury issues, yeah, but then you've had blokes pull out pre-game. Tim Kelly, your number one midfielder. What, what goes about it okay every week, like gets plenty of it, then he's out, and then all of a sudden you're five goals up. Like what? This guy should have won that. What? Like <laughs> and all your defenders had huge numbers for the first time. Shannon Hearn had but huge numbers. Is is the... Now, during the COVID years, one of the biggest issues with West Coast was the attitude, which, which started at the absolute top. Started at CEO, president, coach level, mm. and that attitude just filtered through. They just now does that attitude does that stink attitude still exist? Well, obviously it does. Look, I mean, yes, they've had bad. They've had a shocking injury list, and they still do. They only yeah. had uh, one player to pick from. But, but, but you got a shocking injury list and then you re-sign Natanui who hadn't played in five years virtually. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? The, the thing that would be, saying, would be scratching the heads of their supporters was we get belted two weeks in a row by 100 plus and then 170 points and then we play a side who's fifth and we come out and really well, had their actually, way with them in the first yeah. half. Like we're playing brilliant footy. And then... Was it just St Kilda rocked up thinking, oh, this is going to be a uh, cakewalk? Just, just or, but 
West Coast, yeah. They, at one point, they were... Um, or even or, in the last or quarter, is it also St awesome. Kilda's shit game plan of being negative? You don't have to be negative against him. Well, no, nah, I think I think it's a combination. Right? I just don't think West Coast are as bad as what they've been playing. Yeah. And it was a lot above the shoulders. Yeah. And blokes not digging in. Now, does, that's what I'm saying. Is that... The fact that they were so competitive against St Kilda, does that make you go... Oh, hang, so there's stuff there on. to play with. We or go. Oh, we is Simpson really not the man for us now? Have they really gone? Uh, have they only responded because they were all of a sudden the, the pressure was on them because of how poorly they played? But there was a story a couple of weeks ago or last week about the actual cost of replacing him. Yeah, we spoke about it last week. But but is it a cost if you've got the money in the bank? Yeah, yeah, well, money is money, but yeah. Like, Party with seven million dollars over like the whole scheme of it is a lot of money, but yeah, um, I w- yeah, I think uh, if you have a fully fit list, and where are West Coast then? Mm. Like, um, <laughs> so I just, I still baffles me how that you can you can give a bloke like Natanui who's had. Such a horrific run I with the injury. I think the only people that didn't think that was a bad call were the West Coast. <laughs> was a bloke signing in the contract lot. <laughs> everyone else is like, what? This guy hasn't played. He but played five games in two years. You're going to give him but, a two-year deal? But but if you give him one year, you can give a bloke one year and just go, look, we'll give you one with a trigger, look, with triggers of a second. Mm. But straight up a two-year deal, just just baffling. If they had their chance, they wouldn't probably have him on the list next year because he's... But his body's obviously cooked. And as a ruckman, if you're cooked now, you ain't coming back yeah. to your best. You're, you, you might pinch, you might have a good game now and then. It's not Fife. Fife's body is telling the, yeah. telling him you're done. And, and there's another footy club that just gave a bloke a two-year deal. Two-year deal. But Fremantle's not in a p- position no. that West Coast are. So no. they can maybe afford so to carry him for yep. a year. Carry him for, well, <laughs> carry him for two and, more years. And, and he also, and it was on majorly reduced money. And he he said, "Is I was happy to sign for virtually." There was obviously offers for multiple years from other clubs, though. Yeah, but I was happy to sign for nothing because because they've put up with me not playing for for virtually years. Um, The uh, we were just talking about the uh, the top eight and everything, but there's a team that is still in finals contention. Caroline Wilson, as she does, had a breaking news story that Stuart Jew is not getting sacked now, but might by the end of the year. Oh, thanks, Scoop. <laughs> it is my understanding. It's my understanding. Well, it's like, who's telling you this? You the know, fucking strapper? You know what I hate, hate about this also is then it become, then the next night on 360, Ma- um, Mark Robbo Robinson has got a... Slobbo, yeah. Has, has got the big scoop from, from Stuart Jew because he spoke to Stuart Jew before they went to air. But then it's just a Robbo versus Caro story. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you can come up with umpteen different stories in the last five years but where... any co- But, you know, any coach in Stuart Jew's position, if he loses every game for the rest of the year, yeah, he probably is yeah, done, you're, as you're any coach would be, because... But, but when, when Stuart Jew comes out and says, you know, this time last year, Alistair Clarkson was going to... She had Alex, 
Alison Clarkson he coaching said, Gold Coast. He said it was a. He goes, "This is a hit job from Caro." Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He straight up said yeah. it. Ah, Caro's been yeah. having a hit job and, against me. For and he years. also he also probably made the phone call to he probably made the phone call to Robbo because he goes, "Well, I know that he'll Fuck he'll go with it because." It, but so so many times in journalism, it's it's a hit job on the journalist that wrote the article, not a. This is the same woman who said, um, "You, I will, you will see tomorrow. Uh, Alistair Clarkson will be the Essendon coach." This is the same journalist. <laughs> that, this is the same journalist that that one, one night on Five AA said, "Boys, I can I can announce to you that Rodney Ede will be the new coach of Fremantle, and it'll be announced tomorrow." Rodney Ede. Rodney Ede. Yeah. Right. Didn't she didn't even wear purple. How can you announce anything? <laughs> you know? And the next day, Ross the Boss was named Fremantle but coach. Is, do you know what that... that was Actually, just, I think it was within was an hour. her wanting a story to go with on her return to Classified. To say that she understanding that Stuart Jew will be out close to by the end of the year is like saying, I reckon the sun might come up tomorrow. Because if they lose the next three, yeah, he probably is out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because you don't have to be a newsbreaker to yeah. fucking announce that, but, Caro. But when the but when the CEO comes out and says absolute trot, mm. absolute trot of the year, um, and and the president who's currently overseas contacts Stuart Jew and go, we haven't spoken to anyone, mate. Don't you love it though when they when they say you've got the support of the board, you're generally gone. <laughs> yeah, but, but of course he's got pressure on him. He's been there six it, years now and haven't made. Is finals. there a coach? Is there a coach out of the 18 senior coaches? Is there a coach without uh, pressure on them? Probably McRae's the only one. Yeah, no, he's probably, he's probably safe. Probably well, for, for at least the next week. Ken Hinckley. Well, Ken Hinckley. Still not signed. They're yeah. sitting, they've on a 12-game win streak. What, why did it wait till August? And then Treaders double, doubled down. See? Because they were saying that it was probably going to announce that he'll be signed soon. He goes, hang on. But he hasn't passed the test. The test was you need to go deep. If we don't go deep and you're going to re-sign him before that, that's why that whole August deadline was laughable. No, 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 no. no. It's not an August deadline. We will begin to talk, talk in August. Is that what they said? Yeah. It's just been horrendously reported. There's no deadline. I'm pretty sure you spoke about it on an episode saying why they give August deadline. Let's go back through the archives. No, no they'll, they've said they'll, that's when they'll start to talk. Mm. He won't be signed in August. They're talking about he'll be signed next week or two. Get an extension. Well, 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 that means Koshy's going back on what he said just two weeks ago. Oh, shock. A media personality on the board's going back on what he says. Shock horror. They've had, you know they've won like something about six or seven games by under ten points. Mm. Could be could have gone the other way. Oh, and then should be bottom four. And then he's not, he's not looking at a contract. Jeez, how good would it be if they were bottom four? They're playing good footy. I'm, and I, I had him in my four. I had him in my four. No, I had him in my four. I had him in my eight. I'm pretty sure I had him in my Don't four. Know. They're a good side, though. With that list, of course they should be a top four side. you got the best and young midfield in the and top he and, and he can clearly coach. He's just yeah. a shit coach when, when the month starts with S. Yeah, well, in saying that, so much gets thrown at the coach. When, when you go eight goals to zip against Bulldogs in the first quarter, when they're blitzing... It should it, be all over. It, no, but when the Bulldogs are blitzing you and you're eight goals to zip down, yeah, you sit there and go, oh, it's the coach's fault. 
Did you watch that first quarter and some of the efforts of some of those players? Yes, I loved every. Se- of I course, know. I watched it. I loved every second so of it. Ken was getting all the pressure. There, there's yeah. players there with How the about roaming you put around. In Dick. Yeah, like don't blame the coach. And I think this is where they need to really actually go. Well, hold on. The issues that that game when they got murdered in that first quarter, it was done at quarter time. So whatever you coached after that, you were just throwing the yeah. back and trying to get back in the game, which they came a bit close. But yeah. anyway. I think Ports... Oh, in a bushfire with a garden nose. I think Port supporters genuinely think that um, if Ken doesn't win a flag he, or he doesn't play in a grand final, that he shouldn't be coach, which is just extraordinary because you, you're not coach. You well, there's, there's a hell of a lot of shit coaches yeah. in the league because yeah. guess what? 16 of them don't play in the grand final every year. 17. No, sorry, 16. I was going to say premiers don't win a flag. Sorry, <laughs> I was getting my numbers wrong. We're getting the numbers. We, we, we're hitting our time limit. Yep. I'm, re- I'm yeah, I'm sick of you too. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not sick of you. That's a bit mean. Yeah, you are mean to me. Oh, play the victim, mate. Nah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Good chatting to you all. Um, there's a fucking bumper week of, fo- of footy coming up. This, this round is going to be electric. Starts off tonight. I don't think tonight's going to be electric, but I think tomorrow no. night's game is going to be electric because it's is it at the G Collingwood and Bulldogs or is it at Marvel? The Bulldogs are are a little Marvel. Marvel running machine. It is at Marvel. There's a lot of games at Marvel this week. What's the deal with that? There's three. There's Adelaide and Essendon, St Kilda and Melbourne. Yep. Oh, the top three games are all at Marvel. <laughs> so there's your... wonder who will whinge about that. Someone will whinge about the scheduling. Oh, we could have had 80,000 at the G for Collingwood and, uh, and Bulldogs. Um, do they avoid the G in July? Because of the weather. A bit. You'd think that would, it's yeah. not the worst idea. You've got a roof there that can give you some, some bumper footy. Anyway, I'm going to enjoy watching the footy this week. Good chatting to you, uh, Denial, and uh, we will see you soon, I guess. Farewell, Lukey. Adios.